Blog Talk Radio. Father, 
We praise your name and we thank you, Father. We pray, Lord, that you will purify us this night, purify us each time that we pray. For we know that we walk in a state of sin, even though we're unaware at times that we are committing a sin. We praise you for helping us to understand these dynamics and help us also to understand that with that contrite spirit and that humble God-seeking love that we should all have that overwhelms us, that ought to overwhelm us, and if it doesn't entirely, Father, we just pray that you will draw us in closer. We admit that we do not love you as much as we should. Lord Jesus, we admit before you that you're not our first love as much as you ought to be. We want want to grow in our love for you. And we're amazed, and I personally am completely blown away by your unbelievable mercy. And I see that mercy continuing forward in aspects of my life, and I believe with all my heart that others do too. And we praise you for that, and we thank you, because we know that you are forever doing a wonderful in our sanctification, drawing us in closer. And we pray in the name of Jesus, Father God, please. Continue to increase our love for you. Continue to increase our love as our first love, Lord Jesus, for you. Ever recognizing those many miracles and gifts that you give us throughout the week, even in the midst of the confusion and the surrounding chaos associated with anyone's walk in this life, at this time especially, Father, we just want to continue to grow in you, to be in your presence, to miss you when we're drawn away from your presence, uh, to do our day jobs and things that we have to do in the earthly realm that, quite frankly, most of us probably wish we didn't have to. And we just pray that you will draw us and fill up, fill our cups, fill up our our soul, our spirit, overflowing with a desire to be in your presence that is beyond our understanding, a desire to be and reside in the secret place of the Most High, a hunger and thirst that we don't understand that draws us to our knees early in the morning before even the first bird begins to 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 tweet or make sounds outside or when 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 the totality of our uh, quiet time overwhelms us because we can feel the presence, your presence, and the presence of our Lord and the presence of the Holy Spirit ever so much more strongly when we don't have any of the daily distractions, not even a sound, just the feeling, the immersion of our of our spirit's of our of the energies that make up us in the midst of the Godhead as part of and part of the, the Godhead through the presence of the Holy Spirit and you Jesus in us it is an overwhel- it can be an absolutely overwhelming and ought to be an absolutely overwhelming moment and we just want to praise you for that and ask you, please, to continue in Jesus' name to draw us in and overflow, for lack of a better term, to overflow our cups in such a manner that we 
are just gushing with desire to be in that in the presence that presence your presence father i want to thank you so much for answering a very important prayer of mine um i'm utterly blown away about it and i just wanted to say thank you thank you for uh thank you for the homeowners insurance problem being solved i praise you for it uh, and for anyone out there who's wondering what I'm talking about, uh, Florida State Homeowners Insurance is tripling and quadrupling for many, which will cause them to lose their houses. But by a miracle today, after being turned down for several options, wouldn't you know it, the Lord presents me one that's quite affordable, and the name of it is Harvest, <laughs> as in barley harvest. Praise you, Jesus. So, Father, I just want to publicly thank you for the Father, that the Father will be glorified in the Son through the testimony of your generosity and kindness, even though none of us are worthy of it ever. But you are a good, good Father, and you're an awesome Lord Jesus. You're the awesome lover of our souls. You're the awesome best friend we could ever have. You are our advocate. We cannot wait to be in your presence, and we thank you. Make us ever vigilant. Make us be able to sense like never like never in our walk ever before the many miracles that do happen throughout the week. Make us ultra sensitive to those so that we're able to appreciate your continuous influence in each day, the good and the bad, because there's always something pure and holy that somehow makes it through that that ray of purity and light that shines through the, the tunnel of dark, darkness that many of us are forced to have to walk through. And we just praise you, Father, for that opportunity to be in your presence. We praise you, Father, because you are just such a merciful Father, and you have done so many wonderful things, so many wonderful things for each of us that, quite frankly, we're really just not even aware of. And if we could only bring each one of those occurrences that we can remember to our recollection to maybe keep a notebook, uh, whatever it takes to be able to review and look over the things that you have done, even in just the last couple of years for each of us, that we can recognize and grow in our trust. For it is with the recollection, is with the bringing of remembrance of each of the times that you have touched our lives in a supernatural, miraculous way, that we realize that we have nothing to worry about, that we realize that trusting you is the best place ever. I thank you personally, Father, and I pray that everyone, anyone that is praying along with this program, whether they had, whether it is live or or a report recorded podcast sometime in the future father that that we will just continuously praise you and remember and learn to trust thanking you and praising you for bringing us to a place in our walk in our lives where we have no other place to turn because when we're brought to that place where we have no place else to go it is a place of true glory. It is a place where we have been given by your grace, although it may feel initially very uncomfortable. Through your grace, we've been brought to a place 
where with a little sensitivity associated with you in our lives, seeing and always remembering how you've touched and changed our lives throughout, that we are safe in your hands, that you are there taking care of us, that we don't have anything to worry about. And even if something that we dread happens to us, you're still there, and it's just a change that you're using to bring us to a new place, maybe just a better place than where we might have been if we had stayed where we were. These dynamics are not what we are able to understand in the days that we're in now, and we must anticipate the possibility that these dynamics might occur more often and be more substantial and a lot more initially troubling to us because we're being taken out of our comfort zone. We praise you, Father, and we ask you now in the name of Jesus, if there is any aspect of our lives that is out of alignment with your holy will, oh, we know, Father, that we always have opportunities to grow in you, and we know, Father, that we have um, things that we're doing better sometimes, and maybe some things that we need to improve upon, maybe some things that we've uh, decreased in, that we should have increased in. As our walks in your presence and our walks in these very unusual days are dynamic and constantly changing. And at times they may not be changing in perfect lockstep with your will. So we ask you in the name of Jesus, please, if there is anything in our lives, anything that we hold more dear than you, anything, now we understand, Father, and we know that you know this, that we're going to go through emotional roller coasters occasionally, and that's going to cause ups and downs and dynamics with um, the closeness of our walk, the amount of time that we spend in prayer, uh, the good mornings, the not-so-good mornings, uh, just so many different challenges and blessings that are constantly changing. And we recognize that. But we're asking, Father, please, in the name of Jesus, not that not one of us, please, not one of us, would miss the opportunity of all of eternity, which is to be with you through the barley harvest. And if not, that we can be taken from this earth, if it is at all possible, Father, pain-free and in your presence, however that, however it is, whatever it is in your will for us, that those things will happen through your mercy. But if it is at all possible and the days are close, we don't know how close they are, we ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus, to correct our course, to take from us anything that is in our lives that we have placed before you. Any, if we have, it's not that we don't want to be blessed by you and to be able to, we would all, I, I know this from the bottom of my heart, why wouldn't anybody want this? We admit right before your holy throne, Father, that we would like to be comfortable and not walking homeless in the streets. While many of us may face homelessness because of the dynamics of our life, our age, our ineligibility for retirement, um, the precariousness of our work environment, the possibility that we could be without work, but we trust you. We, As Job said, though he slay me, yet I will trust you, Father. Job thirteen fifteen. Though he slay me, yet I will trust him. 
Father, let us all come to that place. If there is a change, a dynamic, whatever it is in our lives, if we need to move to another place, if we need to get a different house, even though it's like the worst thing in the whole wide world and we just don't want to do it, whatever it is, if there's job changes, if there's life changes, if there's anything that needs to change, we ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus, to make that change, no matter how scary it is for us to initially go through, because we know that the end result, when we look back upon it, will be one of increased trust in our Abba Father, which is what we need all abundantly at the forefront of our lives, at the forefront of every concern, at the forefront of our entire walk. Let us always be in your presence. Let us always be grateful, praiseful, blessing you, praising you, walking in your presence and your trust. No matter how difficult it is, that we, whatever it is that we may be going through, that ebb and tide of good and bad, the, the, the events that happen as the manifestation of the Olivet Discourse, families coming against families and persecution and difficult times that we're, we're certain are going to be to varying degrees in each of our walks. All we ask, Father, is that you will continue to walk with us Lord Jesus, to pull us up out of the well when we need that push. Because we have that determination. We proclaim it before your throne. Nothing will stop us. We may be discouraged. We may have a real bad weekend. We may have some days when we don't even want to pray. We don't even want to think about where we are. And it's just the last thing that we want on our minds. But that's because of our humanness and our flesh. And we know you understand that, Father. But we will never quit. No matter what, no matter how hard life gets, no matter how much of a verbal tongue lashing or beating we may have to take from somebody that lives within our dwelling place, no matter how betrayed we may be by people who have been close to us for dozens of years, decades in some cases, no matter what we're going through, no matter how difficult the trials and tribulations or the health issues are that we may be struggling with, we will not give up. It really is just that simple. We may slip. We may slide. We may punch through the guardrail off the narrow path at times. But we will fight, claw, and pull ourselves back up on that narrow path, believing with all of our heart that no matter what, you are going to be there for us. No matter what, Lord Jesus, you're going to give us that boost that we need to get to where we ultimately ultimately should get to and will get to with your assistance, Father, because you have said so. For we know the thoughts that you think about us, not thoughts of evil, but thoughts of good to bring us to and expected end. And how much harmony does that scripture have, which I believe is uh, Jeremiah 29.11, I think. Um, how much harmony does that scripture have with Psalm 139, verse 16, where you have written the works that we were intended to walk in since into our books since before we were born? And we thank you, Father, 
for what for that destiny, pre-described, predestined destiny that you have written in our books. May we all walk in those in in, in those works. Ephesians two ten. May we all be in constant communion, unstoppable in our desire, unstoppable in our determination, unstoppable in whatever it takes for us to overcome this, the trials, tribulations, challenges. Um, there's so many different words that we could use to describe the dynamics that are in play, the fiery trials that are to try us. Whatever it is that we are to go through, we pray that we go through it with ever-increasing grace because we take peace knowing that it's all part of our training. It's all part of our transition through this place from whence we came long, long ago to where we're going, which is beyond our most un bridled comprehension that is beyond the most glorious dream of beauty, grace, light, love, friendship, learning, and being in the presence of our King and the presence of those who have the true love, contrite spirit, same determination, and just being so beyond happy, indeed being in a place of ecstasy, true ecstasy, that is beyond words. We believe it. We know it. Nothing's going to stop us from fighting our way through. Whatever the difficulties are, whatever the trials, tribulations, and challenges are, we're going to walk through them, not perfectly, but we're going to walk through them. And we're going to give you glory. We praise you, Jesus, and we thank you for drawing ever closer into us, for teaching us how you would like us to talk to you, to sing to you, to be in your presence, always thanking you. And we ask for all the help that you are willing to give us. We submit ourselves completely entirely into your hand and will. And we praise you for it. We thank you so much, Father, for the periods, however short they may be, of rest and respite, when for maybe just a few days we're not going through a trial. Maybe in some cases even a couple of weeks. But we're always at the ready to learn the next lesson and to be brought to that ever-increasing, more holy, more humble, and more contrite walk in the presence of our most awesome Father and our Lord Jesus. We praise you for this opportunity, Lord. We thank you with all of our heart. As you know, the earth is degraded to a point where most of us don't really even want to wake up out of a nap. And when we do, and we realize that we're still here, surrounded by a state of ugliness, a state of um, reprobate, um, I can't even think of a word for it, because it's just that bad. 
Thank you for your grace. Thank you for ever strengthening us. Thank you for bringing us through the, um, would be the right word. Thank you for bringing us through those times when we do awaken from a nap or we wake up in the morning and we realize that what we have to face, we realize the, the state of the world around us. And quite frankly, in some cases, we're even a little shocked. We're disgusted. But at the same time, it is a call to each of us to draw in closer to you. It is a call. The awful things that are happening around us are a call to us. It's a call to come hither. It's a call to prepare. It's a call to bow before your glory and praise you all day, to wake up in the middle of the night, to have a conversation with the lover of our souls. We praise your holy name and thank you, Father, for the opportunity is so far beyond our comprehension, so incredibly glorious that all we can do through faith and hope is be certain in our heart that that day of transition where we will be like him, our Lord, is upon us. We praise your holy name and thank you, Father, for you, you alone are worthy. Glory to you, Father. We praise you. Thank you for your incredible acts of mercy and kindness, not just for us, but for all of the others, many of which we lose sight of in the midst of our strong desire to be in your presence. In Jesus' name we pray and thank you, Father. Amen. Tonight is November the 4th of 2022. It's the 10th of Chesfan 5783. The next holiday is Rosh Kodesh Kislev, which is November the 24th of 2022. The time now is 7.26 p.m. on the east coast of the United States of Babylon the Great. Oh, if there was anybody out there that ever doubted that, if they were, if they're even a teeny weeny bit awake and aware now, there is no doubt in their mind whatsoever. Father, we pray in Jesus' name that you will have mercy upon our fellow brothers and sisters who do not see the things that are happening around the world for what they are, who have been deceived by the constant droning of the satanic babble and narrative that surrounds us with that is so gushing and overflowing with lies that there isn't anything dark enough to compare it to yet we endure father we pray that you will forgive the seven mountains people we pray that you will forgive those who are not have for whatever reason father they have just not been as blessed and are being of uh, deceived by the seven mountains people, not even understanding that they are part of the seven mountains, not understanding what the seven mountains mandate is. They're just excited to hear the pillow prophet, happy good, happy good news, because they just don't want to have to go through bad times. And it's understandable for a lot of people because they've lived very difficult lives and some of them are elderly and they just don't want to have to deal 
And I can understand that. And, Father, I just pray that you will forgive each of us in our weaknesses, that you will awaken our fellow brothers and sisters that are part of the evangelical churchianity groups uh, by the millions across this country and by untold numbers across other countries as well that are not awake and aware to the day that we are in right now. They do not understand that we are deep in the Olivet Discourse, probably entering directly headfirst into the sorrows period, which is difficult for any of us to completely define. Only through our imagination can we wonder what might be around the corner. We thank you for the prophecies that we have been given, that we're able to embrace, that have been confirmed through multiple sources. We can trust because it does give us some anchor and confirmation as we see the the events in the world unfolding and confirming each of those prophecies. The ones about North Korea, the ones about Israel and Iran, all the things that are happening across the world. The, the beginning of the uh, second seal unraveling and clearly the third seal unraveling and to some degree even the fourth seal unraveling. And to be aware, we pray that you will forgive those of our fellow brothers and sisters who do not see for whatever doctrine it is that blocks their minds, whatever teaching it is that they embraced maybe many years ago that is causing them to be unable to see. We just pray that you will forgive them, Father. And then, and also that you, if it is at all possible, Lord, our Father, there is as you know, things that you could do, things that you could do, and we believe that you will do, that will awaken many of them. Perhaps not all, but many of them. And we look forward to that day, Father, because we know that there will be more, more of us to glorify you, more of us to lay hands on the sick, recover them, to lay hands on the blind, that they should see, to be able to go from house to house and give hope in Jesus on an earth that has no hope left for so many. Oh, the days that come upon us that are imminently upon us. We pray, Father, that you will use us in whatever way, whatever way that we can be used, wherever we are, If we live out in the country, let us touch people's lives whenever we are able to go into town. Whatever we can do, Father, just align us, teach us, lead us. Help us to plant the seeds where we can plant them. We pray in the name of Jesus any seed that we plant, whether it is through prayer, whether it is through um, making mention of something to someone, whether it is through just wearing a shirt that says Jesus on it. Whatever opportunity that you might give us, Father, to stand on that holy ground, to be able to plant that seed, we pray that you will rain upon that seed, that you will allow your holy light to shine upon that seed, and that it will bear fruit, and the fruit will remain. Pray in Jesus' name that you will use us in any capacity that glorifies you. And we also ask you, Father, if it is at all possible, that each one of us will be redirected as necessary, that we would be chosen and not only called, that we would make the barley harvest. 
We pray in Jesus' name and thank you, Father. Praise your holy name. And tonight, we light the Sabbath candles, or you can call them the Shabbat candles. And I like to light three, one for the Father, one for the Son, thank you, Jesus, and one for the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. The Hebrew Kaddish. Baruch atah Adonai Eloheinu melech haolam Borei peri hagafen Baruch atah Adonai Eloheinu melech haolam Asher kitshanu b'mitzvotav v'ratzavanu V'shabat kodsho v'yavahu v'ratzon in Chilanu, Zikaron Lemase Vereshit. Ki Huyom Techila Lemikra Ekodesh, Zechelitiat Mitraim. Ivanu vacharta, veotanu kidashta, mikol hamim. Veshabat kodshecha, beava uvratzon, himchaltanu. Baruch atah Adonai Mekadesh HaShabbat. Arise, my love, my beautiful companion, and run with me to the higher place. For now is the time to arise and come away with me, for you are my dove, hidden in the split open rock. It was I who took you and hid you up high in the secret stairway of the sky. Let me see your radiant face and hear your sweet voice. How beautiful your eyes are in worship and lovely your voices in prayer. You must catch those troubling foxes, those sly little foxes that hinder our relationship. For they raid our budding vineyard of love to ruin what I've planted within you. Will you catch them? Will you catch them and remove them for me? We will do it together.
Even though the big trees have no blossoms and there are no grapes on the vine, even though the olive crop has failed and the fields lie empty and barren, even though all the flocks die in the field and the cattle barns are empty, Father, we will rejoice in you. We will be joyful in the God of our salvation. 
We praise your holy name. For we are not from here. And we are not staying here. Based upon Habakkuk 3.17. For I have come to sit man against father, daughter against mother, daughter-in-law against mother-in-law, and man's enemies will be those of his own household. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. He who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. He who does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. He who finds his earthly life will ultimately lose it. He who loses his earthly life for my sake will find his eternal life in my presence. God, based upon Matthew 10.35, glory to you, Father. This is from Charles Spurgeon Morning, dedication, July the 30th. And Peter remembered, and he broke down and wept, Mark 14:72. It had been it had been thought by some that as long as Peter lived, the fountain of his tears began to flow whenever he remembered that he had denied his Lord. It is not unlikely that it was so, for his sin was so very great, and grace in him had afterwards a perfect work. The same experience is common to all the redeemed family according to the degree in which the Spirit of God has removed the natural heart of stone. We all, like Peter, remember our boastful promise. Though they all fall away because of you, I will never fall away. We eat our own words with the bitter herbs of repentance. When we think of what we vowed that we would be and of what we have been, may we weep whole showers of grief. He remembered denying his Lord the place in which he did it, the little cause that led him into such a heinous sin the oaths, blasphemies, which he thought to confirm his falsehood, and the dreadful hardness of heart that drove him to do so again and yet again. Can we, when we are reminded of our sins and their exceeding sinfulness, remain stolid and stubborn? Will we not make our house a place of sacrifice and cry to the Lord for renewed assurances and pardoning love? May we never take a dry-eyed look at sin in case we discover our tongues are parched in the flames of hell. Peter also remembered his master's look of love. The Lord followed up the rooster's warning voice with an admonitory look of sorrow, pity, and love. That glance was never out of Peter's mind so long as he lived. It was far more effectual than 10,000 sermons would have been without the Spirit. The penitent apostle would be sure to weep when he remembered the Savior's full forgiveness, which restored him to his former place. 
to think that we have offended so kind and good a Lord is more than sufficient reason for being constant weepers. Lord, smite our rocky hearts and make the waters flow. Praise you, Jesus. signs will follow those who believe. In my name, 
they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they ingest anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Holy Lord Jesus, please cleanse and totally purify our heart, our souls, our spirit, our mind, our flesh, our record-keeping books in heaven, our robe and gown in heaven, with your blood. And Father, purge it with your holy fire. We clear the air now. Principalities, powers, strongholds, spiritual host of wickedness, rulers of darkness and high places, anything that cannot call Jesus its Lord and Savior between us and the throne room of God. We decree the holy fire of God to shoot down from the glory pillar and to burn you into screaming agony, making a public spectacle of you. In the demonic realm, in accordance with Colossians 2.15, in Jesus' name, we bind it before the courts of heaven, hallelujah, against you. We disarm you. We cancel your assignments against us. We bind and cast you into the pit, into chains of darkness unto judgment, unclean spirits, deaf and dumb spirits. We loose you from our households. We loose you from our property. We loose you from our presence. We bind and cast you into the pit. Father, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, we declare in Jesus' name and command that any entity of the darkness, worker of Satan, live or dead human spirit, member of a witch coven, anything that would attempt to come against us at the moment that they set their wills against us, that they shall be immediately struck by a sustained holy fire, shot down directly from the glory pillar in the throne room of God to burn them, to stick to them, and to burn them in perpetuity, screaming out in horror and scattering the darkness across all the demonic ether, Father God, in the name of Jesus, making a public spectacle, an example of them in Jesus' name. We declare that any weapons, earthly or spiritual, any fiery darts that are attempted to be fired at us at the moment that these entities attempt, that they shall be struck by the fire of God. In the name of Jesus, we declare the fire of God to swirl around our dwelling place in the midst and a whirlwind of the Holy Spirit. Praise you, Jesus. Father, we declare and decree in Jesus' name a powerful, powerful warrior angels to stand guard at our dwelling places, to follow us wherever we go and to protect us at all times in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Father, we plead and decree and pray that you will assign a platoon of warrior angels searching on a search and destroy mission, Father God, in Jesus' name, on our behalf to ferret out all attempts to come against us or our loved ones, to seek them out, to shut down any demonic portals, to shut down any conspiring to come against us, and to, and to capture these entities from the bowels of Sheol and cast them into the pit. In the name of Jesus Christ, hallelujah. We thank you, Father. We exercise the rule of the victor over any demonic regions that have set their wills against us. We exercise the rule of the victor, the Lord Jesus Christ, against any demonic regions that would permit these spirits in or through their territory to come against us. We command that they be immediately cut off from ever receiving power from the kingdom of darkness again. We require the immediate disbursement of all of their funds from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. We require the immediate destruction of all of their books, artifacts of sorcery, evil candles in the name of Jesus. We declare the holy fire of God to shoot down from the heavens and to burn them in the screaming agony. We cancel all their demonic assignments against us. We tear up all demonic contracts. Penalties applied. We cast them into the pit in the name of Jesus Christ. And we declare the holy fire of God to weld the pit shut. 
We declare the holy fire of God to permeate the pit and to burn them in the pit. And we plead the blood of Jesus to seal the pit, for only the Lamb of God can break the seals. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Father. Father, we pray that your holy fire will surround our prayers. Father, we thank you for awakening us to the dynamics that occur between us and your throne room. We thank you for helping us to understand that the, that the demonic realm, the second order, uh, the, 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 for lack of a better term, the residents of the second order demons, the principalities and the powers, these entities from the bowels of Sheol that will burn forever in Gehenna, the lake of fire. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that, our, that your holy fire will surround like a fire tornado, like a wormhole, like a vortex, like things that we don't even beyond our comprehension, Father, that it will swirl around every utterance of praise, every everything that we say and speak for you, for others, in an act of holiness, in an act of prayer, whatever we say, whatever we think, whatever we do, what we direct up to the throne room will be make will make it unhindered. It will be surrounded. We declare this by the holy fire of God, scattering the darkness in all directions, melting the firmament of the rock, and merging completely with the with the uh, glory pillar, Father God, that's before you. We praise your holy name and we thank you, Father, for this divine protection, not only for our prayers, but for our utterances of praise and worship throughout the day, for our gratitude that we share with you. Let none of it be hindered in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. We praise you, Father, and we declare and decree this in Jesus' name that it shall follow us throughout this week. Father, let us remember to continue to pray in this manner, wielding the most powerful weapon in all of the universes, created only by our Heavenly Father God. And we praise you for opening our hearts and minds to the, to the, to the fact that we're able to use it. What an amazing, powerful weapon against the forces of darkness. We praise you, Father God, for helping us to understand that these are even the things that the so-called two witnesses are using when they uh, have fire coming out of their mouths. It is the holy fire of God, and we praise you for helping us to understand that mystery as well. Father, we pray also in the name of Jesus that if you are merciful enough to us and will lead us and guide us and help us to make it to the, to the barley harvest, that we will remember when you give us that opportunity, when you take us each into a separate room and offer for us to go into everlasting rest or to take the mission. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that we will all immediately, without any hesitation, take the mission. Allow us to serve you even more than we can even conceive at this time, help us to take the mission. Place it upon our heart. Thank you for opening our eyes to this opportunity to be able to help those who are stuck here and in distress during the darkest times the world will ever see. We praise you, Father, and we thank you for that. Let each of us, please, Father, serve you even more and be happy that we had the opportunity to do so, that we may glorify you forever and ever. In Jesus' name. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, holy old times for God. Thank you. Praise you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Name of the Father. Oh, wait a minute. I didn't feel like I got any oil. There we go. Name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. 
Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We consecrate ourselves into your complete ownership, Lord Jesus, into your hands, into your hands of our Father. We renounce all things spoken of in the darkness against us and our loved ones. We renounce them. We cast them into the pit. We declare the abundant grace of God, the living water, the crystal river, to pour out upon us, to wash us into white, clear, glorious purity. Lord Jesus, we plead your blood upon us. We plead it into those of us who are suffering from ailments and sicknesses. We plead that healing blood to intermingle into our bodies and to continue the healing process, which we know that you have already begun, and to complete that perfect work in us that we may further glorify you. Unhindered. Father, we declare no weapons raised against us or through your spiritual shall even exist, for they shall be vaporized by the fire of God. In Jesus' name we command it. We rebuke the devil, we rebuke all demons, and we declare the fire of God to burn them in agony for even thinking about us. We cancel all demonic assignments with the authority of the Lord Jesus. We break all yokes of bondage, curses placed against us. They do not exist. We declare the holy fire, a thorny hedge of protection around about us on all sides in the mighty name of Jesus. A whirlwind of the Holy Spirit to continuously blow it white hot, punching through the spiritual realm directly into the throne room of God. Father, we abandon ourselves into your hands. Do with us what you will whatever you may do we thank you we are ready for all we accept all let your will be done in us and all of us we wish no more than this father into your hands we commit our souls into your hands we commit our spirits we offer to you with all of the love of our heart whatever you need to do with us father we pray that you will do it let us not miss let us not miss We offer ourselves as a living sacrifice, and we pray through your blood, holy and acceptable, as a spiritual service of worship to you. Whatever you may do with us, we thank you. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Amen.
would always wake you up. Now look at my eyes in your mirror and give me one single reason to stop. The wrong that you did, I won't remember it. What matters to me is that your spirit is shining. Just rest in my light and watch those shadows dissolve. Don't forget where you belong Like the steadiness of the sun Keep on burning, never turn Keep this down and you will learn That my children need my light every day Never forget that this is always your home You can come as you are and you'll always be loved In my presence time is gone Future mistakes were all forgiven by me If you hold to my word you will always be free this promise will stand till the end of time. It was paid in full when I called you mine. Praise the pain away. Don't forget where you belong. Like the steadiness of my son. Keep on burning. Never turn away. Just keep this up. And you will learn That my children need my life every day Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such that there is no law, we praise you, Jesus. Galatians 5.22 When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Proverbs 16, 7. Bless those who persecute you. Bless. Do not curse. Repay no one evil for evil. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Romans 12, 14, 17, 21. Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery trials that are trying you right now, as though something strange has happened to you. 
but rejoice. To the extent that you partake of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceeding joy. How happy is that? What is exceeding joy? If you are reproached for the name of Christ, blessed are you, for the Spirit of God rests upon you. On their part, he's blasphemed, but on your part, he's glorified. Qualifies for these things. Really, when you think about it, when you consider that we are targets of the demonic realm, indeed, we are larger targets than most, I would submit, than probably the vast majority of those who believe they're Christians across the world. For those of us who have been blessed with an understanding through Christ Jesus of the spiritual power that we have been given to fight the forces of darkness in the most effective manner possible, which is through prayer, we become awakened of the weaponry that is necessary to truly put exceeding damage on the efforts of the darkness, even though we are unable to see it. Fascinating it is that I was approached by somebody who had been taken into the spiritual realm where the demons and the second, the first and second order demonic entities reside, similar to that, the Prince of Persia, which held back the uh, answer to Daniel's prayer. And this individual testified to me that they had seen the warfare taking place. Explain to me, which was absolutely fascinating to hear, that because of the fact that we cannot see, remember, blessed is he who believes and has not seen, as Jesus said to Thomas, it was the very fact that we prayed out of faith that we wielded the sword of the Spirit, that we called down the fire of God, that we did this out of faith, not seeing. This person was able to testify, having seen what happens in the spiritual realm, in the demonic realm, when those of us, such as us, pray in such a manner, out of faith. For evidently, as it was explained, because we are praying out of faith, because we cannot see, because we know in our heart that it's actually occurring, know, not just believe, but know it. Because of that, the power, the power of the prayers, the power of the weaponry that we wield against the entities in that realm is many times a magnitude much more destructive and catastrophic than any of the other spiritual weapons that are used in that realm amidst the entities that fight amongst one another. Remember that as the, as the uh, believers in Christ across the world pray, 
if they are successful breaking through. And in many cases, they are many. That which they prayed for, if it was within God's will, is brought down in the form of gift in the hand of their angel, the angel that was assigned to deliver the answer to their prayer, whatever that may be. This, while it is not obvious to us, through testimony becomes evident that as the angel is, whatever angel it is that is assigned to us to bring our the answer to our prayer down, that is power. And the demons of darkness covet that power, and they want to stop our angel or the tens upon tens upon tens of thousands of angels that are dispatched. They have to move through that spiritual realm, through that awful place to get to us. And that is a very important thing to understand because there's – I'm not going to get into all the details. I've done entire teachings on this before from the, uh, from the white paper from John Melendi, um, Combat in the Spiritual Realm, How Satan Stops Our Prayers. But it's really important for us to understand because when we are fighting in that realm, when we are making declarations and commanding the fire of God to get, to strike these demons of darkness, we the disruption, the level, the magnitude of it is so much greater than we can imagine. This is, comes from somebody who, has been, who had been there, someone that I knew pretty well and talked to, I used to talk to quite frequently. And... She said, I was there, I saw it, I know what happens when people pray like you do and others, you know, wielding the most powerful weaponry that God has given us. That you only, and by the way, you only come to the revelation that you're able to wield that, those weapons supernaturally. It's not like you can just flip to uh, some statement in the book of Matthew or whatnot telling you exactly what you can and cannot do. It is, it is revealed to you by, the, I guess, through the Holy Spirit, through the Spirit of, of Jesus in us, through coincidences in our walk, through confirmations that come from multiple sources over years of time, through uh, prayers that we may have downloaded on a piece of paper because we wanted to get figure something out because we were going through a special type of a problem perhaps. But those confirmations become overwhelming. Sometimes they're confirmations not only from people who have been there and seen it, but they're confirmations of uh, people that God has given a revelation, a vision to, which was very helpful for me at one point when I was speaking to a man by the name of Matthew over Skype in Australia who saw the holy fire of God swirling around my house, saw very large, extremely powerful demons standing at the front, uh, not, not demons, but angels standing at the, at the front of my house for the purpose of defense and protection. This individual had no idea how I prayed, had never talked to me before. Didn't even know there was a such thing as a prayer vigil. Not None of that. And out of the clear blue sky, the person said, 
I was in the mid-sentence. I was making arrangements with this individual to come on the program. We were just talking in a mundane sort of a way about what day and what time and that kind of thing. And he stopped in the middle of our conversation. He stopped me. And he said, hey, I see in the spirit a holy fire swirling around your house and two very large uh, warrior angels guarding it. And I just started to cry because I knew this person had no idea, not even an inkling. So I praise you, Jesus, for the confirmations over the years. It may be, and I expect it would be, um, unusual territory, uh, very strange to most Christians that have never been exposed to such things because they, well, because they've never been exposed to such things. Everything that's in the Bible is true, but not everything is true is in the Bible. This is so evident when the scripture says, and greater things than these will we do because Jesus has gone unto the Father, John 14, uh, 12, 13, and 14. And in the, you know, the last couple of verses in the uh, Gospel of John, where it says, and we suppose if we had written down everything that Jesus had done, it would fill enough books to fill the entire world. Statements like that make it infinitely clear that we don't, even with all 31,102 verses in our Bible from the Textus Receptus, makes it so abundantly clear that we have been exposed to so little in our scripture and makes it so abundantly sad when we meet a fellow believer that says, well, I, I, I don't see that in the Bible. Because they just don't understand. We cannot grow in our walk. We cannot become that which what God is destined for us to become. We cannot wield the power that God has given us if we are unable to receive, if we are unable to progress beyond, beyond that which Jesus did when he was on the earth, because greater things than these will we do. Well, it, was there any limit set to that? There was not. The only limits that are set for us are those which we impose upon ourselves out of our own ignorance or willingness to succumb to the teachings of others. Our reach into glory and the power of God, the light, the love, the compassion, and our ability to be able to change other people's lives supernaturally, not only through prayer and spiritual warfare, but through our deeds out of love that should flow from us like a fountain that never, ever stops. A fountain of infinite love and compassion which could come only from the presence of the Lord Jesus in us. There is no limit. There is no limit. Is there a limit to our Father God? My Bible says there isn't. 
1926 says, with God, all things are possible. wonder what the word all means. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So, Father, we just want to praise you and thank you for the revelations of these things and also for the, the, the desire, the hunger, the thirsting for understanding so much more than what is in the Bible that's hinted about. The many times which Paul was struggled and was sad and teary-eyed and fretted over the fact that some of the people that he taught and led to the Lord were still drinking milk years later, wanting to share the mysteries and things that he knew about, but being unable to, knowing that they could not receive it. We thank you, Father, for bringing us beyond that place, and we ask you in Jesus' name to please help us to progress even further. Help us to understand the impact of our prayers, the impact of our spiritual warfare against the darkness, and also help us to be prepared for what could happen in response to such prayers, understanding that in spiritual warfare, there are many battles, and not, every, and not all the battles are always won. Oh, yes, they're ultimately won through Christ at the end, but in the meantime, we might take a couple of purple hearts with us. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that you will mercifully, and through your mercy and grace and long-suffering on our behalf, Remembering that we are dust. Allow us to take respite and peace at times. To step away from the uh, draining energy that comes from sustained spiritual warfare prayers over time. Allowing us to rest and regain our strength. Being ever more, even more uh, empowered when we come back. We thank you, Lord, for revealing these things so that we're able to change the lives of people all over this world, right from our own prayer closets. We thank you, Lord, and we praise you for every opportunity that you have given us because of our desire to do greater things. Lead us, we pray, to do greater things always. We praise your holy name, Father, and we ask you to continuously grow our understanding so that we're able to inflict even more damage on the kingdom of darkness. We praise you, Father God, for the divine power that you have given us to use these weapons in our own defense so that it will sustain us, essentially unhindered, so that we're able to continue our lives without taking too much in the response and being able to regain our strength so that we can come back 
fortified and ever more ready to strike down the demons of darkness and the entities that would do harm. The people across the world as well as people that are close to us. We praise you, Father, and we thank you for the opportunity. We thank you for the growth. We thank you for the revelations. We thank you for the uh, revealing of mysteries. We thank you for all of this. We thank you for the receptive spirit that you have placed into our hearts to help us to be able to understand these concepts and to be able to leverage them on your behalf. And we pray for an abundant outpouring of anointing and strength on in each of our hearts that we will continue to grow ever stronger so that when that day comes that we need to step forward, whether it be now or during the great tribulation, sent down from heaven above to assist our brothers and sisters that are part of the unfortunate group known as the tribulation saints. Let us all desire to serve you incredible opportunity that we know will be laid before us. Blessed so deeply that we were even asked in the first place. We pray in Jesus' name that we will all be asked. And we thank you for revealing these things. We thank you for helping to show us that these are things that we are practicing even now. And how amazing will it be when we can actually see it happening right before us. We praise you, Father, for every revelation, every answer to every mystery that empowers us and helps us to understand how pathetically, um, what's the right word, how pathetically insignificant all the things of this earth are in comparison to that which awaits us and in comparison to that which we are able to do even now. We ask that we not not only that we do not become tired and weary of these works, but we ask you, Father, for an anointing and a strength abundant that we are to able and enabled to wreak havoc on the darkness and continue to do so until the day that we are called home. We praise you, Father, and we thank you forevermore. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Amen.
Silas undaunted prayed in the middle of the night and sang songs of praise to God while all the other prisoners listened to their worship suddenly a great earthquake shook the foundations of the prison and all at once every prison door flung open and the chains of the prisoners came loose sounds to me like we ought to praise a lot Praise and sing. Thank you, Jesus. Acts sixteen twenty five. The moment they began their shouts and praises, the Lord set an ambush who came to fight against Judah, and they were defeated. Second Chronicles twenty twenty two. Praise you, Jesus. For the unbelieving husband is sanctified by the wife, and the unbelieving wife is sanctified by the husband. Otherwise, your children would not be would, would be unclean, but now they are holy. That's deep. That's very deep. So an unbelieving husband can be sanctified by the believing wife. 
and vice versa. But what's really fascinating is otherwise your children would be unclean, but now they are holy. Be exalted, O God. Our hearts are fixed, Father. Our hearts are fixed. We will sing and give praise. Awake up our glory. Awake up psaltery and harp. I myself will awake early. I will praise thee, O Lord, amongst the people. I will sing unto thee amongst the nations. For thy mercy is great into the heavens and thy truth into the clouds. Be thou exalted, Father, above the heavens. Let thy glory be above all the earth. Psalm 57, 7. Who can understand his errors? Father, cleanse us from our secret faults. Keep us all, Father, back from presumptuous sin. And let them not have dominion over us. Then we shall be blameless. We shall be innocent of great transgression. Psalm nineteen twelve. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Well, no one anything except to love one another. For he who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the, the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not commit murder, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, you shall not covet. And if there is any other commandment, they were all summed up by the saying, namely, that you shall love your neighbor as yourself, because love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. Romans 13.8 Oh, if the Hebrew words people could only read the New Testament just once and understand it. Praise you, Jesus. Blessed is the man who trusts the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord, for he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river, and will not fear when the heat comes, but its leaves will be green. It will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will it cease in yielding fruit. Do you think this is talking to Jeremiah 17, 7? Do you think this is talking about a tree, or do you think it's talking about us? I think it's talking about us. Let's read it again, thinking that maybe it's talking about us. Blessed is the man who trusts the Lord. And whose hope is in the Lord? This will be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river, so we know it is talking about us, and will not fear, we won't fear, when the heat comes. Our leaves will be green. I wonder what that means. Our leaves will be green. Sounds like we'll be healthy and full of the power of God, and will not be anxious. We won't be fearful. We won't be worried when the droughts come, when there's no cattle in the barn, when there's no olives on the tree. 
nor will we cease in yielding fruit. Or as it says in John fifteen sixteen, you did not choose me, but I chose you. I ordained you to go and bear fruit, and your fruit should remain. Whatever you ask in my name shall be given you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that scripture is actually right here in front of my eyes. I, I wasn't reading it. I was doing it from memory. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord is merciful and gracious and slow to anger. Amen. And abounding in mercy. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins. Praise God for that nor punished us according to our iniquity. For as the heavens are as high above the earth, so great is our heavenly Father's mercy towards us, towards those of us who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father pities his children, the Lord pities those who fear him. For he knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass. As a flower of the field, so he flourishes. For the wind passes over it, and it is gone. And its place remembers it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting. On those who fear him. And his righteousness to his children's children to such as keep his covenant, and to those who remember his commandments and do them. Psalm 103, 8 through 18. Praise God. Hallelujah. And on that note, let's go ahead and move into communion. Praise Jesus.
were free from my chains. Now all that remains is to never give in. We are destined to win. So we gather the memories of our soul. Destroyer of death. Eternity, all is revealed By the time we remember, all scars will be healed As we long for your coming, we imagine the feast The Lord and His bride when our waiting has ceased you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of the darkness and into his marvelous light, who 
once were not a people, but are now the people of God, who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. And if anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you must also do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts to which you are also called in one body. And be thankful that the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are holy, lovely, of a good report, if there is any virtue, anything praiseworthy, meditate upon these things. He, Jesus, went a little further and he fell on his face and prayed, saying, O oh my Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Matthew twenty six thirty nine. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen by the angels, preached amongst the Gentiles, believed upon in the world, and received up in the glory. First Timothy three sixteen. We pray for purification based upon Psalm 51, 1 through 14. Praise you, Jesus. Father. Father, we pray that you will have mercy upon us according to your loving kindness and according to the multitude of your tender mercies. Blot out our transgressions. Father, we pray that you will wash us thoroughly from our iniquity. Cleanse us with the crystal river of all of our sin. We acknowledge all of our transgressions. Our sins are always before us, Father. We confess of them before thee. Against you and you only we've sinned and done all of this evil on your sight. That you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge. Behold, Father, we were brought forth in iniquity and in sin our mothers conceived us. Behold, you desire truth in the inward part. And in the hidden part, you will make us to know your wisdom. 
Purge us with hyssop and we shall be clean. Wash us and we will be whiter than snow. Make us hear joy and gladness that the bones that you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from our sins and blot out all of our iniquity. Create in us a clean heart, Father. Renew a determined, steadfast spirit within us. Do not cast us away from your presence. And Father, please purify us that we would not grieve the Holy Spirit. Restore to us, Father, the joy of your salvation and uphold us by your generous spirit. And then we will teach transgressors your ways. And sinners will be converted to you. Oh, Lord, our God, deliver us from the guilt of our sin. God of our salvation. And then we will sing aloud of your awesome righteousness. Praise you, Jesus. The Lord's Supper, Holy Communion. For I receive from the Lord that, which I also deliver to you, that on the same night in which Jesus was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In that same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat of this bread and drink of this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Ani, Lododi, Lododi Li. I am my beloved, and my beloved is mine. For his king to die you will. 
sons of God. We are the masters of the devil and his pathetic demons. And we are the servants and foot washers of mankind. So I sought for a man amongst them who would make a wall and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land that I should not destroy it. But I found no one. Ezekiel 22.30 But also, we heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send who will go for us? Father, here we are. Send us. Isaiah 6, 8. I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. Put me in remembrance and let us contend. Let us work together. State your case in the courts of heaven that you may be acquitted. Isaiah 43, 25. Most assuredly, I say to you that he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these will he do, because I go unto the Father. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. John fourteen twelve through 14. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think, according to the power that works in us, Ephesians 3.20. Colossians 2.15, Jesus, having disarmed principalities and powers, made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it, on the cross. Intensified prevailing prayer is God's ordained law 
and method for implementing his redemptive plan in this age until Jesus returns. It is the highest, the holiest, and the mightiest effort of which a child of God is capable. It is God's chosen way to bring heaven's power, heaven's resources, and heaven's angels into action upon the earth. Charles Spurgeon says, He who knows how to overcome with God in prayer has heaven and earth at his disposal. Intensified prayer is clothed with the might of God himself. Wesley L. Duell, the book Mighty Prevailing Prayer. James 5:16b The effective fervent prayers of a righteous man avails much having fervent meaning having or displaying a passionate intensity impassioned passionate intense vehement ardent sincere fervent and heartfelt Again, just like in 2 Kings 20, verse 5, when King Hezekiah cried out to the Lord, the Lord said to him, I have seen your tears, and I will answer you. We cast out demons. Mark 16, 17-18. And these signs will follow those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons, speak with no tongues, take up servants, and they will, if they drink anything deadly, the word means to imbibe or to ingest, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Will. Maybe not miraculously on that split second, but they will. 2 Corinthians 10, 4-5. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty in God, for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing. High. That's referring to the demonic realm that wraps itself like the chocolate around a molded milk ball around this earth that we cannot see but is there, and that the angels have to transverse. Ephesians 6.10 Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be, may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against principalities. We wrestle against powers. We wrestle against rulers of darkness of this age. We wrestle against spiritual hosts of wickedness in high places. Take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Having done all to stand. Well, what is it we're doing? Having done all? Oh, wait, we were wrestling against principalities and powers. Sounds like it's taken a lot of energy out of us if we're going to have a problem standing. It ought to. Jesus said to the 70, he sent out 70 sinners in the multitude before the cross, before Pentecost. Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Mark 9.25, when Jesus saw the people come running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. Why did Jesus wait for the people to come running together? says, when Jesus saw the people come running together, that's when he rebuked the unclean spirit. Why is that? That the Father may be glorified in the Son. Matthew 12, 28. 
Jesus said, but if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. Or how can one enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods? Unless he first binds the strong man, then he will plunder his house. The house is the body. The demons reside in the body. There is a strong man demon which is in charge. That is just how it is. They run in packs. It's a hierarchy. There's a strong man demon, and there are subordinate demons. They're inside the human, the house. Matthew twelve forty three to 45. When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, it goes through dry places seeking rest and it finds none. And then it says, I will return to my house. I will return to that person from which I came. And when he comes, he finds it empty, swept, and put in order. Then he goes and takes seven other spirits more wicked than himself than they enter and dwell there. And the last state of the man is worse than the first. So shall it be with this wicked generation, for they fail to go and sin no more. Go and sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon you. Hmm. Interesting how the harmony of the scripture. Thank you, Jesus. We praise your holy name. We lift you up and glorify you. We thank you for the power that you have given us. We praise you, Father God, for the revelation and the understanding of that which we wield through your assignment for us here on this earth for the days such as these. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray for the peoples of the Middle East. Father, we hold up before you a golden bowl of forgiveness symbolically before you, and we ask you, we know what your will is, that you would want not one to perish. So we ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus, please, pour out a gold, this golden bowl of forgiveness which we offer thee. Pour it out upon all of the peoples of the lands of the Middle East, all of the peoples of the lands of Israel, from the northern sides of Turkey, to the southern sides of the Sudan, to the western sides of Gaza, to the eastern sides of Oman and Yemen. Father, all of the peoples, every nation, tribe, and tongue, the good and the bad, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. For as your servant Nehemiah did in chapter 1, verse 6, and Daniel in 9.25, Father, we confess of the sins of the peoples of the lands of the Middle East. We confess of the sins of their first fathers and their fathers' fathers until before there was time. We break all yokes of bondage. We renounce all things spoken of in the darkness against them. We break all generational and bloodline curses throughout every branch of their family trees until before there was time. In Jesus' name. We part the spiritual realm as the Red Sea above the lands of the Middle East in Jesus' name for safe passage for heaven's angels, heaven's resources, and heaven's power to move freely, unhindered, into those lands in Jesus' name to save souls. Hallelujah. To wage war. Principalities, powers, and strongholds, spiritual host of wickedness, rulers of darkness in high places above the lands of the Middle East, we come against you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus and by his blood, we decree fire swords of cherubim to be shot down from the heavens and to cut you into pieces. We declare the fire of God to launch down from the glory pillar and to burn you in a screaming agony, making a public spectacle of you thereof in accordance with Colossians 2.15, which we bind before the courts of heaven against thee. In Jesus' name, and we declare hundreds of trillions of legions of warrior angels and archangels, fully clad in the armor of God, diamond-tipped sword, sharpest razor blades, to enter into war with thee. Such has never been seen since before there was time. In Jesus' name, 
unclean spirits, deaf and dumb spirits, anything that cannot call Jesus its Lord and Savior, binding or hindering the hearts and the minds of the lost peoples across all of the lands of the Middle East, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Strong men, come out, come forth, subordinate spirits, come forth. In Jesus' name we declare hundreds of trillions of legions of warrior angels to descend upon you to strike you deaf, blind, and dumb, place you under arrest, and cast you into the pit. We declare the holy fire of God to weld the pit shut. We decree the holy fire of God to permeate the pit and to burn you into screaming agony where you stand. We plead the blood of Jesus to seal the pit, for only the Lamb of God can break the seals. We praise you, Father God, even if but for a time. We pray for a breakthrough. Father, in the name of Jesus, we declare the holy fire of God, a thorny hedge of protection and a whirlwind of the Holy Spirit to entirely encapsulate all of the peoples of the good and the bad across all of the lands of the Middle East. Let nothing unclean re-enter the clean-swept house. Father, we pray and we decree in Jesus' name, the crystal river, the living water, to your abundant grace to flow deep into their heart, their spirit, their soul, Father God, to fertilize the soil therein, that they shall receive the seeds of these prayers. These prayers will bear fruit and the fruit will remain. Thank you, Jesus. And Father, we pray in Jesus' name and we declare by his authority in us for an innumerable company of angels of light and love, the presence of our Lord Jesus and his compassion to descend upon the lands of the Middle East, to come upon these people in dreams, in visions of the night, when deep sleep falls upon men, to save their souls from the pit and to seal their instruction, Job 33:14 and 15, alleluia. In open and standing visions of the day, Father God, we pray for miracles, and Father, we ask you, to touch people, to save the souls of the lost across all of those lands. Lord Jesus, we ask you, please, lift your hand to them in compassion and mercy and call them by their names in their native tongue. We pray that so many, Father, untold numbers of more people will be called forth to give you glory that the ranks of the bride of the Lord Jesus Christ will increase by a magnitude far greater than was even planned since before time. We give you all the praise and glory, Father God, and we thank you for the opportunity to serve you. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus, for your power that you have given us. O oh God, our Father. Thank you, Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, we hold up this golden bowl of forgiveness on behalf of all of the peoples, every nation, tribe, and tongue of the lands of Europe, from the far western sides of Ireland to the far eastern sides of the Ukraine, from the far northern sides of Norway to the southern sides of Cyprus, all lands in between, the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of people, Father God, that are lost across all of those lands, the good and the bad. We pray in Jesus' name, Father God, that you will pour out this golden bowl of forgiveness upon them all. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do in Jesus' name. Father, forgive them in Jesus' name. For we confess of their sins before thee, Father God. We confess of the sins of their first fathers and their fathers' fathers until before there was time. We renounce all things spoken of in the darkness against them. We break all generational and bloodline curses throughout every branch of their family trees. Now, in the name of Jesus Christ, they are broke. We have loosed all legal rights of the demons of darkness against them. 
Thank you, Father, for forgiving them. Principalities, powers, and strongholds, spiritual host of wickedness and rulers of darkness and high places above the lands of Europe, we come against you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, and by his blood we decree fire swords of cherubim that shoot down from the heavens and that cut you into pieces, we declare the fire of God to launch down from the glory pillar of God and burn you into screaming agony in the mighty name of Jesus, and we declare an innumerable company of angels of war and archangels to follow to descend upon upon you and to wage war against you such as never been seen since before there was time in Jesus mighty name unclean spirits, deaf and dumb spirits, anything that cannot call Jesus its Lord and Savior, binding or hindering the hearts and the minds of the lost peoples across all of the lands of Europe, we command you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Come out, strong men, come forth. Subordinates, demons, come out. We have loosed your legal rights to them. You must release them now. We declare the holy fire of God to burn you now. We plead, Father God, and decree in Jesus' name for an innumerable company of angels of war to descend upon them, to strike them deaf, blind, and dumb, place them under arrest, and cast them into the pit. We declare the holy fire of God to weld the pit shut. We plead the blood of Jesus to please seal the pit, Lord Jesus, that these demons may not escape. We declare the holy fire of God, a thorny hedge of protection, and a whirlwind of the Holy Spirit to encapsulate all of the people, Father, even if but for a time. Let nothing unclean re-enter the clean-swept house. We pray, Father God, for the crystal river, the living water, the uh, your abundant grace to enter into their spirit and their soul to fertilize the soil therein, that they shall receive the seeds of these prayers. These prayers will bear fruit in Jesus' name, and the fruit will remain. Hallelujah. And Father, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. And Father, we ask you, please, for an innumerable company of angels of light and love to descend unhindered. We part the spiritual realm as the Red Sea above the lands of Europe. And we pray that they will enter in unhindered into their dreams and visions of the night, Father, and the presence of our Lord Jesus, the compassionate, loving presence of the, our Lord Jesus and the light of your glory, Father, to descend upon them in dreams and visions that they will experience your love and run into your arms. Touch the people that do not know your name. Touch the people that think you're a fable. Touch the people, Father God, that are utterly lost. Touch the people, Father God, before it is too late. We pray these things in the mighty name of Jesus as a royal priesthood before your throne. We thank you for the opportunity to serve you, Father. We praise you for moving us along in our walk so that we're able to further glorify you in the days to come. And we ask you, Father, if it is at all possible to accelerate these things, not only that we may give you glory, but also, Father, that the world will awaken to the days that we are in. For Isaiah 26, verse 9 says, When your judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. Let us be there to help lead them to your righteousness. In Jesus' name we pray and thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Amen. God bless you all. See you next Friday, Lord willing. Lord, we come to you with repentant hearts. 
We seek you with all our might Sinners at the mercy of grace Redeemed we are by your embrace Praise his holy name Praise the King of Kings. When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? For you we will endure until you come back for your bride to set her free. Write our names in your book of life We are cleansed through your holy sacrifice As we lift your name on high Renew our mind, renew our soul Remove the scars from our past And deem us righteous We rebuke all deceptive lies When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? Till then we will endure. We are the branches on a living tree. When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? Till then we will endure. Until you come back for your bride to set her free. Watch us as we trim our wicks. Our lamps are full. Our hearts are right. Like those five wise virgins we will be. Your bride awaits. Think patiently. Longing for that blessed sound, the dead will rise. The churches gather, we're praying that we're worthy, Lord, to join our family. When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? We will endure, and while we wait, we will bring forth the fruit of the light of Christ. When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? Till then we will endure Until you come back for your bride To set it free